0: Hello, Spitfires. Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire podcast. I am super excited today for our guest because we're going to get dirty. We're going to dig in. And in fact, uh, a fly just appeared in my studio because they knew that we were going to talk to our guest who is the like brainchild behind Soil Kit. It's Christina McGinnis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me.
1: So glad to be here. This is so exciting.
0: Yay. And this is a long time in the making. How, how long have I been um, bugging you to come on the show?
1: Oh, well, you first off, you didn't bug. You are a spitfire. You are a woman who knows what you want.
0: So I'm actually very, very honored to be here. Thank you. Well, it's just because you've been so busy, uh, really blazing some serious trails. So, We talked back uh, in February, right? February last year, which was the kickoff of Catapult.
1: It started in February. You're right. The the pitch was in November. My pitch video was in November. Yeah,
0: that was quite the entertaining thing to go back and watch what I was doing last November on that pitch video. Yeah, (laughs) so just to give our listeners uh, a little background information. So Christine and I met each other um, during Catapult. Catapult, which is kind of like an incubator for uh, diverse-owned small business owners, and it's a six-month program to kind of leverage innovation and technology, and then go to a pitch competition. And should we should we tell them who won that pitch competition? I might I might just be uh, talking to the winner of the pitch competition. Um, so amazing, you dug deep. How, are, how many like um puns can I do about soil and dirt? (laughs) So much fun. We're getting dirty today.
1: We really have way too much fun, like a lot of fun with the dirt concept and so forth. But going back to the catapult, want to touch on one other thing. My favorite thing though. the classmates are still close. We still keep up together. We still email and text and so forth. So I'm honored to come in first, but like literally so many talented people were in that contest that I now know as Lifetime.
0: What a networking experience that was. Amazing. Amazing. It it was great to be a part of that. And I saw like all these like connections and wires forming like within the first 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a good group. And it was a ton of fun so what has been going on what what's new and groovy in your world oh my
1: word okay so basically what's moving and groovy in my world is everything that came out of the catapult class so started with we were going to do a carbon meter i knew what i wanted i I'm, I'm going right for it here's the formula here's this I, you know, but I just want to partner with someone like Capital One because they're very B2C. They, they definitely have credit cards and lawn and garden industry. They'll get this concept of I'm a marketing software company. That's what they are. I just I, I'm going to have their kind of oversight and then like total woo, derail. No, this is how you make business decisions. You know, advice they are like, well, here's some you know tips to how you can successfully make these decisions. And then as I began to implement their tips and go to their classes, suddenly I'm surrounded by, this is the decision Christina wants to do, because it sounds good to Christina. But in fact, 80% of your customers are asking for this. So we had to pivot. And when I say pivot, like the, the carbon meter was actually really simple. And then the annual plan is so complex, it's so dynamic. and for me, I thought it was boring. So it's funny that we I ended up doing something that I thought was going to be boring and I kind of avoided doing. And now it's super exciting. Mm. It's so dynamic and it's its going to be really, really neat. I saw the wireframes a couple of weeks ago and um, it's going to be really cool. So what have I been doing? I've been like recovering from the pivot that occurred during Capital One, <laughs> and
0: executing it. So it sounds like you went from being very I don't want to say individually focused, but you were really coming from your perspective and you really switched into, well, who is impacted by this and what are other people seeing? And by having this community of people who really aren't in your business, I don't think anybody else was in any tangential industry, you were able to see like, what is the everyday consumer potentially asking about wanting curious about?
1: Yeah. It was funny because I can remember during one of the breakout sessions, um, we have an advisor, and my advisor sat down and said, "Now, some of the answers may surprise you. Are you are you willing to see that?" Was, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. A survey. I'll pull some audiences, and then when the numbers jumped out on the page, I mean, it was like a belly laugh. It really is. So, although the advisors and my classmates were not in my business. They were not in lawn and garden industry. They were able to come in with techniques and advice that were skill sets kind of for that were adaptable to all businesses, not all businesses, but most businesses. So it was interesting to see how those kind of mechanisms went throughout all of our businesses and were able to help us. So it's it's not like you have to be a one t- stereotype to kind of participate in this cohort. These kind of skill sets and other different things translate to other businesses. So it was was interesting to have somebody know so much about me, but not know so much about, or be able to tell me things
0: about my customers without knowing so much about me, which was interesting. That was a lot of fun to see. That's awesome. So what would you say has been the biggest shift or shifts plural that you have made as a business owner or as a leader? (sighs)
1: So, the biggest shift for me okay so i'm a mom of four i like to be in control i like to know my knowns and this kind of did start before capital one covid shelter in place and like different things of me adapting to circumstances out of my control so what, if, what has been one of the things is is really for me, going through a transformation, to be able to adapt to really some unprecedented things occurring um, when in leadership, you want to be so strong and so confident. And then, I, I mean, I go home at night and then I'm, I tell my husband, shelter in place, what is that word? Like that, we could have hurricanes. So like, okay, we're going to go home for 48 hours and go back, no, you know, and like, being able to not know what the next day holds and then navigating that different thing and so even going into the class being able to adapt to say okay christina yes you've made up your mind this is the way you want to do it you're stubborn i get it because i admit but make sure and you know going back yes you are stubborn i admit i'm stubborn but being able to be flexible and adaptable, mm-hmm. even when I want to be stubborn, because that's kind of my natural instinct. Mm. I'm curious, what's on the other side of stubborn? A protect, it's, a, it's a survival instinct. If you were to look at the core of who I am, it's a survival <laughs> instinct. So every day I wake up and I never let myself get two steps ahead. I always feel like I'm one step away from a failure if I make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. I'm always out there saying, I've got to make sure I make all the right decisions because not only do I need to survive, there's staff members that belong to this family and I'm so responsible for so many people that my actions have so many consequences. So I constantly feel like I'm in like this perfection survival mode that I have to get everything perfect because I don't want to fail anyone around me. Mm. That sounds like a really heavy load to be carrying. I think there's a lot of people that, carry that. They just don't want to admit it openly on a podcast.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm happy you did because the first step is awareness and acknowledgement. Um, I'm wondering if there's an alternative to you being the carrier or the shoulder of the weight of responsibility.
1: So definitely the one thing I've learned to grow with that is surround yourself by more talented people, and really, extremely, that I have to say that about my team. Like when I say I don't understand what PPP, EIDL, SBI, and tax forms, Hannah is extremely talented. And so, knowing now that, like during that time, as I was growing through COVID and other stuff, bringing in those talented team members do help you to not so much wear so much of that that you know you're trying to define all kind of forms and. You know
0: acronyms that you don't know about so that's been able to help me there Mm -hmm. yeah so it sounds like you will always be the person responsible for the final decision and it sounds like you're bringing people along with you to help you have more perspective in in the way that you make decisions Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely that's awesome I'm, I'm thinking about this because I, I was doing some research um, for, for another side project about like, what are the six skills that managers need? And it was written in 2016, and it's part of um, Sherm's back-end stuff. And I'm like, this needs to be updated. And one of the skills was delegation. I'm like, but what does that even mean? Like, what is delegation just kind of like passing on? Or like, I always think of like Huck Finn painting the fence of like, this is so much fun, you should do it. Um But I wonder if there's an alternative, which is the invitation, like the noticing, the tapping, the recognition of the skill set, of the talent, of the ambition, and the interest that we can align people with or that we can match them up with to give them the opportunity and also to free us up.
1: Right. Oh, no, absolutely. And I think that's what's really neat about the Agritech Corp team is we are all so different but together, we each bring that perfect little piece to make a picture. We know each other. We've begun to know each other as like a family so that when something arises, we immediately know who to delegate that to based off of our skill sets, our strengths, and kind of, and honestly, sitting back and watching that person be extremely talented in that arena.
0: What do you think is the environment or what nutrients need to be in the soil of your culture in order to foster that?
1: oh wow so what's the np and k the nitrogen phosphorus and the potassium what are those let's geek out (laughs) (laughs) the perfect perfect soil chemistry okay so for me um like let's talk about hannah's talents she is she just has that perfect personality where here's everything numbers and i can look at an excel spreadsheet tear it up and put you into a beautiful pie graph in 30 seconds and all the meanwhile i was getting motion sickness like Mm -hmm. literally just watching the mouse and the numbers move I, i was literally like hannah i think i'm getting motion sick watching you um but having that on the other side of it we all know that we bring hannah brings those numbers in creative sense molly brings that sales experience and we all come together and we get to celebrate so like for instance on capital one you know what bring what what needs to be there Like that wasn't Christina's pitch. I I was just the character who got to be on the camera all the time. Hmm. But behind the scenes, there was all different talents that were going into making the pitch and the discussions afterwards. And and after your class, Molly pops up and they're all dying laughing. Christina, you had to talk about emotions. And I'm like, ah, I know, I know. So understanding though that, you know, when Capital One was over, I had... I had slack burning up, like, you know, 10 people, what's this, what's going on? we, We all played a part in that win that day, you know? And it was just all of our talents that come together. And again, people think it's just this
0: front facing thing, but behind the scenes, it was all the different puzzle pieces that clicked together into a picture. That's amazing. Well, it sounds like you have your perfect mix and your perfect blend. And I'm wondering, as you grow, as you're bringing new talent in, how how do you bring people in to make sure that 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 mix stays balanced?
1: OK, so this is this I would say is a uh, a strength about our company for culture. Um, agriculture is really fun. So you literally get to reap what you sow. So it's 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 the concepts of the very basic ag principles. And so as a new team member comes in, We share life stories. Look, I thought this fiddle leaf was dead. Look, put it out in the garage for two months, no water. And the condensation from the garage has brought a new life. And we tell stories of things. And it's so fascinating to bring life. And so we each kind of, I think when you come into the team, we all like to share that part that we're, in all of us, we're bringing people to grow healthier lawns which is also not only helping your curb value to your home sequester more carbon. You know, We know things that the manatees are affected by. Okay. We know dogs that are dying in ponds because they got algae toxic poisoning. We know things happening environmentally that people don't place in their minds that that was caused because of misuse and abuse of fertilizer or other different things. So not only it's like, we're doing this, we're growing healthy, but we're sharing those stories and we're growing healthy together, too.
0: I love that. So it's the connection in storytelling, past experience. And literally, like, you were in the perfect business for analogies that actually make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reap what you sow. Let's doubt about. Yes, yes. <laughs> Are we out of alignment? Are we out of balance? What can we test here? Yeah. So tell me what's next for you, like, as you're moving forward with all this amazing energy and inertia. Okay,
1: so what's next for me? So um, we have great relationships. So we have a land grant, we got the first ever land grant relationship of a public private partnership with Auburn University. So really want to foster that relationship, because I think a lot of businesses come to the table. And again, I'm very stubborn and know what I want. But when you partner with somebody like the research and the science that comes behind a land-grant university that's been operating as long as they have, and they can show you research and data of what science is saying, we really want to continue to foster the science relationships with such talented people, such as Auburn University. And we're growing that. We're growing another collegiate relationship by the end of the year. But really, the big project is we listen to our audience and we listen to capital one and we're rolling out this whole annual plan so not only am i telling you hey give me your soil let's look at your soil nutrients and so forth see what's going on there but then what we're going to do is tell you how to do it all year long so okay lauren It's time for you to go plant your tomatoes and then it's time to fertilize X amount now and then you've got to plant, you know, fertilize again on flowering and then when you go to your dashboard you're going to see a beautiful weather of how much you're expecting this and that and you're just going to really kind of take ownership of your outdoor living space. I mean, you take ownership of your doorbell these days, you take ownership of your thermostat, you can control all of these different things
0: in your house and oversee it, but the same should be for your outdoor living. And that's what we're going to do. I'm very excited about that as a uh, new urban farmer, that's what I'm calling myself. I have some zucchinis that just uh, blossom. So I'm very excited and have no idea what I'm doing. So we will be in touch.
1: you a soil kit won't help for this year because by the time you get to it the zucchini is
0: probably going to be eaten (laughs) yes we have tomatillos and pumpkins and melons like the entire backyard and the garden boxes are in full full uh growth whatever it is
1: (laughs) well and you know not only but timely wise let's talk about this so when china you know has the export went with everything with covid then russia and ukraine and if you knew looking at again the nutrients of the worldwide supply of fertilizer so much is there mm-hmm. it's critical now that you know a lot of people not only in covid they turned out that victory farmer but now that we're possibly looking at food shortages people are back out turning out there you know soil kit is at the right place at the right time for the right reason we're helping empower you know you you called yourself an urban farmer you're you're, you're a micro farm. like all of these people who are growing lawns and tomatoes they're micro farmers but we're connecting that farming legacy with science and research and relationships to the lab and chemistry and putting back some answers that consumers can understand. And as we're facing this worldwide, fertilizers almost quadrupled. I mean, when you look at the fertilizer world index, I mean, it's just it's shot straight up. And so what we can do to help do the right product at the right rate for the right reason saves for your pocketbook, and it helps you grow healthy. And you begin to think about that differently as you eat the zucchini, you're like, hmm, did I put the right things on this plant? Was it the right nutrients that went into it? And then as you eat that blueberry and it doesn't really taste that sweet, you think to yourself, if I had tweaked my pH just a little bit, we could have made it sweeter. So you kind of go into it when you start gardening a little bit more and and we kind of fit right in on that.
0: I love it. I feel like I need my lab coat to go pull my weeds now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so switching gears, um, and and I want to thank you because I know that you've been super busy and have some big stuff and big meetings coming up. So thank you for for booking the time. And if we use the analogy, what seed would you like planted for people who have a business or starting a business are in a leadership position? You can take that any way you want. What do you want to leave them with?
1: Oh, oh man! We should have gotten these questions ahead of time, so I could have slept on that. That one's like <laughs> one of those last words that you, after you say it and it comes out, you go, "What was I thinking?" Well, you can
0: re-record it afterwards if you come up with a better one. <laughs> so,
1: now, is this for somebody who's starting a business or has one? It could be
0: whoever whoever you want to speak
1: to right now. Okay, I I'm gonna probably be harsh, which is how kind of I am. I uh. Don't let your fears get in, in the way of your dreams, because I think what you figure out is as you're doing business, there's so many things that can go wrong and we focus on that. So don't let the fears come in the way of you excelling and living your dreams.
0: Awesome. And I will say to add on to that, use your fear as a signal, not as a stop.
1: Yes, yes, yes
0: it's always there telling you something whether or not you want to see what it's actually saying is up to you yes that is true wonderful well i'm so glad we finally did this see it wasn't so scary right (laughs) oh we started getting hives i know i know you get you get them right back here but it's fine we all live then we're more prepared for our next podcast. Um, but thanks so much for for spending time with me and sharing your wealth of knowledge. And I am super excited to get my hands dirty with Soil Kit and share my garden.
1: <laughs> Great. Well, I'll
0: get your address. Email
1: it over to me. Do you have your do you have my email or okay, perfect. Email you your address. I'll get one in the mail to you.
0: Awesome. And if people want to check you out, check out Soil Kit.
1: Where oh, can they well, find I, you, what
0: stores, or how do they get it? Oh
1: my word, let me give a call to action here. Go to SoilKit.com, but do me a favor, do me a huge favor, okay? Go find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, okay? Because I totally want to see your social side of you. So send me photos at SoilKit.com, show me your photos, but go collaborate with me and tag me on Facebook. Show me what you're growing. Let me look at the tomatoes. Let me look at the blueberries. Let me look at every kind of thing. That's so fascinating. So go find me at soilkit.com and then go find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and so forth. Awesome. And you can share your
0: secret garden. Awesome. Well, this has been fun. I hope our listeners have enjoyed it and you get planting um, in the correct season that you're preparing for. And for all the Spitfires out there, you keep being awesome.